Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Net Saviors Podcast, the podcast for the portable Net Savior. I'm your host, Adele, and I finally dragged this man out of his hole to record with me the elusive Mega Master X. It has been a while. It has a been. A little bit three overdue, <laughs> maybe by a month or so, but mm. yeah. I let you go so. for Thanksgiving. Christmas, the new year. You weren't going to get away from me for Valentine's, though. <laughs> I mean, it's it's right around the corner, so, you know. Unironically. We're almost <laughs> done with 2019 already. I mean, we, we just got to we gotta get the roll arrows out, Ugh. gussy up our recovery chips, and just go for it, you know. So, who Aqua yeah. Tower 3 here. Woo-hoo. So, <laughs> shout out to Aquaman. So, yeah, it's, 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 it's been Spout a while. Man. We have... We, <laughs> Forgot about copyright. <laughs> we have had a um, we've had a lot of stuff happen. Um, the N one Grand Prix has had a couple of really interesting tournaments since our last episode as well. Yes, they have. Um, the community has been uh, strategizing and finding new ways to shape new formats for tournaments and kind of freshen up the game a little bit, which is great. The latest um, was the double Navi tournament, right? It was. Yep. And I am, well, there was a beast format tournament uh, as well, too. That was just nothing. There was like a cheat that was given to all players and you would just be in permanent beast out form, which was really unique. Hmm. So, player yeah, like, G? Player, I'm, I don't know if anyone used player G. I'll have to loop back with Soul X Cross and see if uh, anyone did. So No one has the gusto <laughs> or the cojones to do it. Well, both you and uh, Imasuka didn't didn't attend, so we didn't have the player G representation, unfortunately. I was busy. It's I like it's it'd be like that sometimes, you know. My goodness, I'm busy modding GBAs. What do you want me to do? <laughs> but yeah, so um, what's um, what's on our docket today? On today's docket, we're going to talk about a format even deader than the video games. That's right, the Mega Man Inti Warrior trading card game, brought to you by Decipher. Yep. I, I cannot emphasize how dead this game actually is. It only had three sets. <laughs> it is super dead. Uh, but Even, it does hold a, a special place in our hearts. Unfortunately, and I think it's only because we love... Okay, I don't, I don't want to use such a strong word as love. We are attracted to decipher games more than we probably should be. Then a healthy person would... They'd look at this and go, Gee, I don't know. Us, we're like, ooh, decipher. I mean, (laughs) well, who didn't love the Lord of the Rings trading card game? Let's get real here. You know, you you say that, but uh, I have a friend, Tom, I think you met him when I brought you over to play cards with us that one time. In the cafe? Yes. Yes. He is the other big Decipher fan. He owns 4,700 Star Wars cards from Decipher. Oh, did he He, buy the warehouse? I think he, I'm pretty sure he has the largest physical collection. Good grief. Yeah. Yeah, just, just a little, but. Yeah, well, I mean, I can't really talk because I myself own a disgusting number of Decipher trading card game cards, not just for Mega Man, but just for, yeah. yeah, it's the same in this household. We have a lot of Don Hack cards, quite a few Mega Man cards, unfortunately. I well, say unfortunately because the physical format is essentially dead. 
Yep. And the only reason to own them, and even this is kind of an opinionated piece, is to play with people at meetups. But even then, we're getting to a point where that's not even viable anymore. That is true. Um, like a weird uh, legacy format or some shit. Yeah. Well, I mean, the so we, we have recently, um, I think it was prior to the meetup, we created a dedicated channel in the M1 Grand Prix Discord, which you can join at discord.m1gp.net. Um Dedicated to the Mega Man NT Warrior trading card game. Yes. Uh, although I feel like before we go on, we should probably talk a little bit about more, like a little bit of the backstory of the trading card game. So for those that don't know, Decipher went bankrupt. Um, <laughs> Over some they, really crazy stuff. It, you can look it, it up online. It's nuts. There's a huge, huge article that just goes into really deep detail on what exactly happened. The long and short of it is, is that their own CFO embezzled um, close to $7 million. Yeah, which it doesn't sound like a lot for like bigger companies, but Decipher kind of banked on like, they were lower in, but they banked on those big, quote unquote, big license deals. Yeah. With Star I mean, Wars these... and Lord of the Rings being their bigger ones, they lose Star Wars at, in 99 because Phantom of the Menace. And then, yeah. Yeah, and I mean, they so like these companies, especially Decipher, because all of their trading card games were licensed, I mean, licensing fees for companies can be like upwards of a million plus dollars just mm -hmm. to get the rights to do something with it. So Decipher had to have these large lines of credit in order to purchase rights to the licenses. And they did. They were really religious on their bookkeeping up until the time that their CFO was there. Um, again, you can we, we can probably... Put up somewhere maybe on twitter or something like the actual story of decipher it's i think a, i still it, have it it reads legitimately like some kind of almost like a daytime drama there's it not would, any other way to describe it it would make either a very good webcomic or a very good short film yes indeed so that that's what happened to decipher anyway the Mega Man nt warrior trading card game was available only in english and it yep. only had three sets. Power Up, <laughs> Grand Prix, and Grave. Very, very short-lived in the realm of trading card games, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. But um, Even by Decipher yeah. standards. By Decipher, well, considering Die Hack Enemy also only had Contagion and one other set, I think. I can't remember the other one. I, I can't either. But, uh... Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, no. Uh, and it, it, it's good that you mentioned that it was a Western thing only because the Japanese have their own version of a trading card game, and it is, like, radically different from what it we is, got. It's super, super different. Uh, Crab17 uh, has been working very hard, I believe, on translating a bunch of it. Oh, baby. Um, he's been working on getting, like, copies of the cards and things of that nature. Just looking at the Japanese cards for the Mega Man Battle Network card game or the EXE card game, whatever, mm -hmm. um, it looks a lot more fun. Like, it's a lot more closer to what you would expect from Mega Man Battle Network than what we got with the Cypher. That's not to say that the Mega Man NT Warrior trading card game doesn't at least deserve a shot, um, if nothing else. I would uh, say, design-wise, the Japanese ones have a lot better art because most of it is original. Mm -hmm. um, but on the flip side, the Decipher ones do rip some really funny scenes from the anime for all their stuff. 
And they did get some high quality art from Capcom to do this for, so... Yeah, the battleships are all really, really high resolution. It's kind of nuts. Um, the battleships are like so nice, and you play like another card, and ooh, mama. Yep, I um I still maintain to this day that I'm pretty sure that every single one of the cards in the interior trading card game have screen caps that are sourced from RockmanExe.com. Oh, um, yeah, because like, I mean, I I wouldn't have noticed it if like I think it was. Um, I think it was Uncommon Net Battler, the green mm -hmm. card that's the resource spend draw one card. Yes. It wasn't until I saw that screen cap on EXE, the EXE online website, that I was like, wait a minute. And then I was like, <laughs> okay, here's, here's, um, I just started finding more and more. And they were the exact same screen caps. It was kind of uncanny, but, um, but yeah. So what, um, what are your thoughts on the trading card game? I mean, I'm a sucker for trading card games, um, and I don't. I, you hear? I'm. I feel conflicted about it. On one hand, I can't stand how a lot of the cards are kind of worthless, and that decipher because we open physical packs, we bought boxes, and we open them blind. And it, I got really pissed at it because decipher really weighed these packs to be bad like we went through a box and got maybe three rares yeah yeah it's really bad so i hate that aspect of it and i hate that there's so few uh sets to work with on the flip side though i like the decipher put in the time for things um and that there's still a lot of hidden gems in there that we're still figuring out like we've actually had to in the community ban cards that are just too good because we figured out wait they work like this proto man card is actually super busted and sways the game in your favor if you get it first yeah uh <laughs> it's bad even i i think we let intense power go because we figured out it's okay and you can actually recover from that or we did something with it i can't remember but i, I know proto man was like the first official ban yeah it was i think i I know I at least was vouching for intense power because I don't agree with the fact that you can just pull cards out of your opponent's deck. Yeah. Your choice. No, definitely. And then just throw them. And I mean, I guess you can recharge them. You can do whatever with them. There's a lot of mechanics that kind of play to one another. Yeah. So before we game. get too into like our own special place, uh, let's get into how this game works. So let me bust out the rule book. Hang on. Sure. Yeah. Okay. So the rules are now. <laughs> Uh, so how this game works is, you have a deck of 60 cards, 59 usable cards, one is your character card, the Net Navi. Each turn, you, in this order, you power up, you draw a card. Then, you can play as many resources as you can by meeting the requirements on the said card. You can't play more than one copy of each, so if you have two of the same red resource, you can only play one. But then you might ask, but Adele, what if I just want to spend it and play the other one? Well. If you spend a resource, you can only you can't play any more resources after that. Then after that, you have a choice. If you meet the requirements, you can do a thing called blasting, where you flip over your uh, available power-up gauge. Let's say your navy has a blast at three, you got to flip three of those cards. I think it is, if I remember, just from right to left. Yes. Yeah. Then you add you take the highest number among those and you add that to your strength. Wait, it's left to right. 
one yeah, one right. to five. That's right. You move everything down. So yep. move everything down, all that stuff. So you flip left to right, choose the highest number among those. If you have duplicates, it just uses the one number. That that gets added to your strength. Then you hit your opponent for that much. Or if you can't blast, you just hit them. And you take your strength against their defense. And then, to calculate damage, you simply discard the top cards of your deck, equal to the amount that you dealt. And your deck is your life. As soon as you cannot draw another card... No, not even that. As soon as there's no cards in your deck, you lose. Because we... We figured we had to figure that out because the rulings weren't really that clear at first. No, they weren't. Because it's like, oh, well, I can still play cards, but if you don't have a deck, your life is at zero. And it's like, yep, damn, man. So it's really, you have to look at the battles you can win, you can't win. You have to balance out your deck. Uh, like MMX was saying, there's plenty of ways to recharge your stuff, which is putting stuff from your discard back into your deck. But when you recharge, it's random unless it states otherwise. Uh, and. There's all kind of mechanics and all that. There's ins and outs. That's just the basic gist of it. It's it's a very back and forth. There's no hidden cards like in Dot .hack. Uh, the player interactions, uh, I feel it's a little scarce because the most you can do is play a resource or spend a resource in response or maybe play an event. Not really a lot, you know what I mean? Yeah. Not as much as I'd like, but for sure. And then with three sets. Those interactions may seem a little limited, but like I said, there's a lot of in and outs, and especially with what the community is doing currently, the interactions are getting a lot more interesting. Uh, for the most part. I'm, I'm sorry, Soul, I gotta reach out to you. I don't like that you keep designing cards that are just add your defense to your strength stuff. It's time to stop. There... I mean... There's plenty that do that. There is quite a bit in the game that does that already. Maybe not in the color that soul is looking to design around but uh -huh. to i mean we i guess a little bit of back uh explanation is necessary um the community actually took it up we took it upon ourselves to create some new archetypes specifically new navvies mm -hmm. um we have now nightman glide yes and i can't remember the third one did someone else design one I, no, I think that's it. I think, I think that's, that's those it. are the only two. Yeah. Yeah. For now. So we we're we're working on kind of expanding the trading card game a little bit. Yeah. Minor um, secret. Like Don't you talk about those? I mean, well. <laughs> so as I said at the top of the show, like the M1 Grand Prix Discord, we have um, we have a dedicated and uh, TCG channel specifically, um, and we use Tabletop Simulator. Mm -hmm. uh, there is a our, um, one of our community members, Jumi, has put together a table, kind of a, an, a, an improved version of the one that existed. There was a TCG table Ooh. which had like all the cards, uh, from all most the sets, of the cards, minus a few. Yeah, yeah, it that was was, it weird. was missing a few. Um, so Jumi put that together, added some functionality to the board to make it a little bit more of a cohesive, pleasant experience to play. Uh, in the confines of Tabletop Simulator, and it, it actually ended up being pretty good. It breathed a little bit more life into this up until that point dead game. It allowed us, game. he also gave us the ability to create custom cards. So, yes. Um, Which, I kind of wish he had separated them into different PSDs to work with, but yeah, eh, everything's there. I can't complain too much. Yeah. 
and we still have room to improve the game further too. Yes. Uh, as a as a community, I mean, like like Adele, like you said, I mean, we we had our, our community ban pass, but I don't think there's a lot of very ag. I mean, Jumi and Lex haven't played in a while, but Soul is the next biggest competitor, probably yeah. followed by MMX and myself. Yep. And we have people asking constantly, and I I love that people ask. Oh, what's up with this card game? How can I get into it? Guys, we'll, we will always reach out. We'll love to set you, you know, hook you up, show you like some of the better strategies. I, one guy was asking, oh, what's the best deck? And I, I had to tell him, you know, there is no best deck. Every deck has its high points. Every deck has its very weak points. Like, Which you, is surprising yeah, for this. I like that. That's the one thing I really respect about this. Like, uh, what is it? Soul was hyping up, you know, his Skull Man and his Wood Man. And then I just come in with Magnet Man and I, I slap him around, I'm like, you know. To uh, be fair, his Skullman and Woodman deck did put in the business. They did, but it's so like, did um so did Lex's Shadow Man deck. Yes. I did not expect him to do what he did with that deck. <laughs> but it was very scary at the meetup. That's what I like. Magnet Man was seen as like the weakest. It has zero defense. Why would you guys? But he's got four attack and he recharges every time he, he plays like a Magnet Man card. This is awesome. Yeah, it was, so, it's, yeah. And But then the response I got was, well, why not make a deck that has all the rock, paper, scissors? I'm like, because then you don't have a focus. You yeah. can't, in any TCG, you cannot feasibly make the Yugi deck. You can't have the deck with all the answers, because then you don't have a strategy. Oh, what's in your deck? Oh, I just threw in, like, all this. Oh, I also have Exodia, just, you know, in case. Uh, <laughs> I, I have, a few, like, maybe 12 Dark Magician cards. Uh, I put in the swords revealing it, but that's not even, that's not fine. Don't worry about it. Um, it's like no, no, no. Focus on your strategy. Lex, Jimmy, Soul, they know like what their decks want to do. They wanted Woodman to sit there and be a humongous piece of crap and just stand in your way because he has such high defense. Uh, Lex wanted Shadow Man to just build up his blue cars and then slap you around three times in a turn. So, Which he does. Oh yeah, he does. I mean, that's, you know, um, it's one of the interesting things about such a limited space of cards to work with, mm -hmm. and something that I think is kind of unique to the Mega Man Anti-Warrior trading card game. I'm sure the Dot Hack and other Decipher games are in a similar boat, but they don't have the player base. Well, but I feel like we have, we have, we have almost carved out yeah. a lot of further than I think the game was intended to or ever really was pushed. <laughs> now granted, none of us have any, there was a competitive circuit for the Mega Man Inti Warrior trading Ooh, card. Yes, yes there was. <clears throat> the, there was an entire tournament system that was designed by Decipher directly, and there, if you participated in it and won, you got special power up or level up cards. Oh my goodness. And then you could win tournament promos that operated off of those those level up cards. The downside of that is the level up cards are immensely busted in yes. every single... It breaks the game. Not only that, if you had level up cards in an official Decipher event, you got perks and advantages over other players based on the number of level up cards you had. So on the one hand, yeah, cool, it incentivized tournament play. But on the other side, if you're a newcomer coming in and you just have, you know... Oh, yeah. um, you know, Fedora Tipper 9000 with like five <laughs> level up cards, you're just going to get trounced just because he's he's been in it longer, which yeah, you got I rocked pretty hard. Agree. Yeah, for sure. 
Um, and we did ban some of those. We banned a few of those those level up cards and that mechanic in our community play as well. For one, because it's kind of a goofy mechanic and it doesn't really work. It and, doesn't. It didn't age, and it doesn't work online. <laughs> and two, those uh, those cards are really hard to find in They're, IRL. Yes. And I Not am to about to show to up find that much. even like a picture of them. Yeah. Yeah. Well, okay, okay. So a couple things on that. One, the way they did it, it kind of emulates in a weird sort of way how Battle Network actually works. If you think about it, because when I first came into this community, one of the first people I fought was Salad. That's now, fair. I wasn't oh, new yeah. to Battle Network, but I was. I'm not fresh either. I'm not like oh, you know. Eh. I, I know what to do here. It's like, alright, I set up a thing. I remember when I played PvE, I didn't really play against anyone when I was younger. I come in, I get my shit collectively rocked. Um, especially with mod cards introduced, I had no idea what was going on. So I feel like the card game emulates that a little, you know, better. The problem is, I think if you didn't get the level up promos at the time, you never got them. So... Yeah. If you got the really good one, and if I'm wrong in this, let me know, because we'll never know. Um, if you didn't get them, you didn't get them. And then that dude has the better Dr. Wily card. That's pretty much it. I mean, you 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 pretty much got it. If you didn't get the level up cards while they were available, I mean, <laughs> that, that was just kind of it. We were lucky to find the actual tournament organizer documentation thanks to the Wayback Machine mm. on a old, old copy of the Decipher website that was archived. Oh, Without that, we would have had no idea. We actually got some rule clarifications oh, yes. from those documents as well. So um, it was really interesting to kind of dig through that little snapshot in history of what quote-unquote official Mega Man NT Warrior trading card <laughs> game tournaments looked like back in the day. I mean, I'm sure th those were even shorter lived than the sets themselves. Mm, so. so sad to think about. But yeah. I, I like that we basically have the largest community of the NT Warrior game. Uh, like, just in the Discord, just collectively, there we are. I will say, though, uh, one community I try to take inspiration from with Decipher games is the Star Wars community. Because. Even after they... So, 1999, Decipher, I guess, couldn't pay for the license, or they just didn't... I don't know. They lost the license to Star Wars in 99, which, again, year Phantom Menace came out. Uh, so there's no, there were no more Star Wars cards, but there were still plenty people wanted to expand upon. There were cards that needed clarification. So what the community did was, and this was before we had tabletops to just edit cards, they would provide printouts for you to slide over your card, and this is where it gets like really big brain. The cards would have certain bits that you clipped out, like around the text, so that that text still showed through, I guess? So it's, you know, so instead of like Han Solo having a blast of like 12 and being able to jump three squares, because I think it was a grid-based game, instead it was like Han Solo shoots now for a ratted 11, and can only jump you know, stuff like that. So that's okay. how they did it back in the day. They just, like, slipped it in. And I thought about that. It's like, well, if we get to the point where we make enough cards that and people still want to play physically instead of just at tabletop during meetups, do we just start printing it like that and we just buy, like, we can just use the crappy cards no one wants to play with? 
we just throw like a bunch of uh uh counting carbs in there and just slip in our new <laughs> our new stuff in front of it. I mean, I think that we could. There's, I didn't even know that about the Star Wars trading card game, actually. Oh, yeah, and still going. Um, they still errated yeah. these cards for their meta. Which is which is good, and I, I kind of low-key hope that we continue to do the same with like later. our own things like, you know, expansion sets and new decks and navvies and mechanics. Like, yes. there's mechanics in this game that can, that have just not been touched. Like, the, uh, the glide deck mm -hmm. um, is one that I designed personally. And, you know, it makes use of, you know, the rows. Like, I don't know, uh, you play Yu-Gi-Oh! Yeah, I, I know. They've, they've had cards where, like, um, yeah. if your stuff is in the same column as your enemies, blow up that column. Stuff like that. Yeah. You, did, that, you did a stellar job with that. There's mechanics that, that still can be done. I mean, there's no, in the current state of the game, there's no, like, remove from play section or anything like that. Um, I actually touched base with a couple of designers at Decipher. The ones that it remembered. took me. It took <laughs> yes. So the the catch to this is a lot of the people at Decipher. You have to realize Decipher has been a blast fuse. That's the one that I was thinking of from Yu Gi Oh. Oh yeah, the, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, fuse. The the um a lot of the designers from Decipher have been doing trading card games and game design in general since the late 80s Oof. like it is it is it is the old guard of gaming and i'm not saying that in like a, a demeaning way i mean that in, in with all respect and endearance yeah so i touched base with a couple of designers at decipher and it was through just kind of communication networking that i got in touch with one of the designers for the mega man anti-warrior trading card game which was really difficult to do because <laughs> one of the designers was like yeah i per i work primarily on star wars I don't remember what else we did. <laughs> and oh I'm like, God. okay, that's cool. So he got me in touch with a couple of other people. There were two other sets that were planned at Decipher. Oh. Um, one of them was the Access. Oh, yeah. Um, that's because right. in, in the United States, at least, Mega Man NT Warrior got into Access. It never finished Access's dub on live aired television. Access is it, the cross fusion, right? It is, yes. Okay. So they had planned access and they had planned the end like post grave they had that set planned and one of them was like ready to send to printers and then the company started to fall apart oh. so it's or the issues surrounding the company falling apart started to crop up is what i was told right. so it, it's certainly unfortunate that we didn't get to see the end of it but I mean, he told me flat out he was blown away by the fact that there are still people playing the NT Warrior trading card game to this day. <laughs> so, and I was, I, thank you. Thank you for being a part of this. If you ever listen to this episode, Chris, thank you so much for being a part of, of that. And Thanks for making this game that's ruining our lot now. <laughs> <laughs> I have gone bankrupt. Please, I can't buy more booster boxes. They do not fit in my storage unit. Whoa, whoa. We didn't get permission to quote Soul. You can't just do that. <laughs> <laughs> love you soul <laughs> so yeah i mean um another aspect of the trading card game that's been kind of interesting some of you may have seen like these mass drops that are coming around that's like a few booster boxes some mm -hmm. starter decks uh yeah don't buy those <laughs> um because they are at a disgustingly high upcharge and the international shipping according to lex is pretty bad so yeah yeah, um, thank God for Lex. 
Yeah. So there's there's actually a, a website, and I'm gonna I'm gonna name drop the website here oh. because I think at this point we've all got most of the cards that I think we want. Yes. Um, Hills Wholesale Gaming. If you go on Google and look for Hills Wholesale Gaming, they have the same thing that's on Mass Drop: three booster boxes, all the starter decks. It's like thirty bucks with shipping. You might get away with forty U.S. dollars. Yeah. And <laughs> Adele can attest to this. At the meetup, I just I just loaded up. Man, but then we opened them without you. <laughs> yeah, that was well. I mean, I was you walked away and you left it in a room full of cards, and you're like, okay, boys, don't you touch this. And we're just looking at the boxes. <laughs> okay, if we open one, he might not. Know. Okay, if we open another, all right, leave someone open so he doesn't notice. <laughs> I mean, it was it was gonna be open anyway, but. Uh... Yeah. But yeah, so like, if you want to get a whole, if you want to dive into the NT Warrior trading card game physically, and you just want a starter collection, you can do so for well under 50 bucks. And it's it's a respect, like you, like I said, you get every starter deck, all yes. of them. Ferroman, Sharkman, Torchman, Mega Man, Base, Proto Man. So I think it's two per set. I think that's it. So one thing though, I will say against doing this, as I mentioned earlier, the pulls are booty butt cheeks bad. Um, you will get a lot of duplicates of really bad cards. You will not get as many battle chips as you'd like to of certain things, especially the holographic ones. And just because something's holographic doesn't mean it's good, but there are certain battle chips you want in almost every deck, and you might not get them. You will get a lot of navvies. You will get a lot of really bad cards. Um, so just keep that in mind. You're going to have a lot of bulk that's really yeah. hard to unload. Like so. Adele said at the top of the show, Decipher did a really ridiculously bad job of, like, seeding the sets and boosters. I don't know if it was intentional to move more product or they just didn't have a big enough card pool to pull from. I have no idea, but there were people at the meetup that were looking for very specific, I think, Woodman cards. Yes, Woodman out and we crack pack after pack after pack and just nothing. I think we weren't the, I think there were a total of like nine or ten booster boxes. Yeah. We ended up cracking by the end of the meetup last year. And we didn't get it. Well, nope. I think I think we pulled I think we pulled one. Yes, we that's right, yes. <laughs> and uh Soul will attest to this. Uh certain boosters are certain sets to say are better better than others. Mm -hmm. He says that the power up and Grand Prix are much better than Grave, but Grave has a lot of cards that also move the game forward. So it's like... It, play I, it I, online that, before you take this dip. Yeah. The, the alternative is, of course, you know, like, like you said, playing online. Like, you can pick up Tabletop Simulator on Steam sales for, like, under 10 bucks usually. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure if you go on the M1 Grand Prix Discord and you just can't afford Tabletop Simulator, we'll probably hook you up. That's a big probably. Don't go come. Don't come looking for that. I'm, <laughs> MMX is Listen, nice, but I'm not gonna let him be a pushover anymore. I got a bat. <laughs> you with that bat? I swear. It's a good bat. It helped me defend the liquor store. <laughs> it's a it's a really good wooden bat, dude. <laughs> All right, Ness, calm down. You're gonna hear some kind of sound. <laughs> then yeah. So, <laughs> what? <laughs> 
<laughs> he's I at mean, a loss for words. He's like, this game. I'm just thinking of you beating a table in with a wooden bat because you didn't pull something for a Mega Man trading card game. Man, I've thrown monitors out windows for much less, okay? Let's I talk about it. the end of Elfin Lead. Oh, God. <laughs> let's, let's talk about that. Let's not. Anyway. I, you know, I don't want to talk about that because then uh, Tofu might hear this and get really angry to know I threw a CRT out of a window. I mean, it's I don't know. at five thirty in the morning. Ooh, I feel like there's a story. We should talk about this after the show. Yeah, it's called I watched the Elfin Lead anime and <laughs> the ending was really bad. So. The Into Word trading card game has some some good aspects. What are your least favorite aspects of the card game? Um, there's definitely a power creep involved with certain navvies. Uh, a lot shine a lot, much brighter than others. And I'm gonna take Iceman for example. Soul constantly tries to hype up Iceman, and I understand why. Because this whole shtick is you can make your opponent play things into their power gauge, and it's like, ooh, that's really good. It's hand control. Okay, now the problem is Iceman doesn't do anything after that. And oh, then yeah. your people will defend, like, no, you see, Iceman can now, like, he forces your opponent to do this, and it's like, you know, that's not hard to do. And I don't mind doing that. I will always draw a card. I will always have some sort of option. The thing in the power gauge will get moved out eventually to my discard. So... Stuff like that. That really bothers me. Uh, there's no, There was never a touch-up for older navvies. There was never a follow-up. So, uh, Elecman as well. I love Elecman. He he is definitely the holder of the gimmick crown in this game. Mm. Mm, 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 mm. Because you can build a deck with nothing but high destiny cards with him. That's fair. And then you can, because he has a blast of one, you just blast every turn. It doesn't matter. That you is true. You don't even have to play resource. You don't have to play his cards. You just blast. And especially with your glide cards, which are super expensive, that's one thing I didn't like about that. They actually make his deck scarier. Oh, that's a good point. <laughs> because with just... Because Hero Sword or Paladin Sword is what? Seven? Destiny? It's seven, yeah. Yeah, mm -hmm. so now he has, a, he has a strength of eight coming at you. It's like, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> well... To be fair, well, I guess it doesn't matter because that, that it's a glide-specific card yes. because it's in meant the power, to be the power gauge. Uh -huh. The downside is if you draw it, it's just a dead draw. Yeah, that's 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 the only downside of the deck. But what I'm saying is, I like that you did that because in a when you're designing a card game, especially, you cannot account for every interaction that's going to happen, and that if you do, it kind of ruins how the game is. You know, you want it to flow. Okay, yeah. so what if Elect Man can use these super powerful cards? He still has a defense of zero and a strength of one. Yeah. Hit him, he'll go away. He can't interrupt <laughs> what you're doing. He, You know, stuff like that. Um, yeah. But before I go off on this whole thing, but that's also the other problem. Elect Man has to have these stupid gimmick things. His cards are not very good. I, we, we've tried. He shines with a color that his cards don't even come in. Um, Red, by the way. Yep. And he's predominantly yellow. Yeah, yellow and green, right? Yeah, yeah, it's weird. So it's a shame that Decipher never had a chance to like make more cards 
for these older navvies, or navvies in general, because every navvy has like their own set of seven cards with a net op, some resources, some chips, maybe an event. But then nothing else happens, and it, it kind of breaks my heart that that's what's left of it. That I have to build these. It makes you think creatively, but it's also very limiting because there's not a lot left. It is. You're right. Okay, um, that's my well, tangent. <laughs> I think I would actually argue to your to your point that Iceman is one of the more unique navvies. I actually think Windman is probably one that is largely unexplored by the community so far. His gimmick is like it's all centered around like bouncing the opponent's resources so that they have to replay them, and it's just super inconvenient. Wait, who are we Especially talking about? Especially if you're huh, Windman. Windman has an heavy card. Yes, or Airman. Airman, thank you. Excuse you, me. You, there is a Windman. Yeah, mm. I did. The, I did the Blastman, Burnerman thing Ooh. again. We're all right, Torchman, Fireman. Let's move on. <laughs> um. Yeah, I, I do definitely agree that there's a lot of, like, legacy... Na I mean, I also have a physical Torchman deck. Yes. Because, like, I feel like it could work, right? Like, mm -hmm. and the deck does good-ish, but it really could use some semblance of, like, just some love, you know? Like, all the Mega Man cards. Oh it is God. very, very clear that those are some of the first cards that Decipher designed... Mm. For this card game. Oh yeah, we banned Mega Man. That's right. <laughs> Thank you for reminding we did. me. <laughs> we did. Well, we banned a, a version Mega of Mega Man. One of like the four or five. Let's see. There's X. Oh yeah, X. I forgot. Net City Defender. Regular Mega Man. Battler, whatever it is. Battler. Uh, Cyber Hero. Cyber Hero. There's a lot of Mega Men. There's a lot. But. Um. But yeah, I, I definitely agree that there's. It's just all the older navvies, like, from even going into Grand Prix, like, <clears throat> Grand Prix is where they definitely, you can definitely tell Decipher, Grand Prix the second set, is where Decipher very clearly tried to start, like, kind of pushing the game out and seeing what more could be done. Um, Power Up as a, as a set very much feels like it is the tutorial set. It really, it's the base set one. It's not anything really to write home about but it contains a lot of really like core good resources mm -hmm. that can be used in other decks so again that's that's one thing that's both good and bad about Mega Man NT Warrior being such a small card game is that you're forced to take a look at more than just a single set right like yes. the sets have more they aren't like traditional like Yu-Gi-Oh or Pokemon sets where they focus on one maybe two archetypes and touch on older ones as well and then that's kind of the selling point of the set no decipher with their sets threw the entire toolbox at the players and said here you go have fun and here's some <laughs> new navvies and buy our starter decks and stuff so yeah um yeah Stop. i wish airman was good <laughs> I think I really legitimately could be. I think he could be. It's just no one has taken the time yet to. I guess. I guess, but his stats are weird. His effect is weird. His cards aren't very good. They like. I see potential, but I cannot see where the potential leads to. I think that that's mostly because a lot of people have a weird mindset in the community when building into warrior trading card game decks. 
where they feel like they have to zone in on the gimmick of the net nav. Well, like people have to run battle chips in order to push Gutsman to its potential. Which, to be fair, you do for Gutsman. There's yeah, no like hang around on. It. As a Gutsman made. <laughs> Actually. Actually. Oh. Gutsman really benefits from using area steel into air shot into rock cube. No, no, no. You have to have meteors in there. You cannot nope. not run meteors in Gutsman. Nope. I don't not run meteors. You need to. You get. You can for one battleship. You can play two other battleships. No, it actually gets in the way because of the cost. The cost is a little high, but you should if you're oh. playing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> nope. Nope. nope, nope. Also, There's Airman no shouldn't point. have a attack of one. I'm sorry. I mean, he's it's wind. He's what is he gonna do? Sneeze? Look on at you? him. He's like Gutsman Junior. <laughs> That's fair. Meanwhile, Pharaoh big... Man with his... My god, his defenses are stupid. He's a beefy boy. I hate it. I hate him. <laughs> but yeah. There's there's definitely... There's some problems with yes. the game. But that's okay, because we, as the community, are going to make it better. One day at a time. Yep, one card at a time. Especially with news of an expansion coming out. Oh... Yes. As I told MMX before this episode started, I'm secretly working on an expansion set. Not just a Navi with seven cards, but an expansion set. I think we're already up to 19 cards. Okay. And one Navi so far, but you know, that, that might change. What is uh what is that Navi? You gonna Nope. You wanna tell us or Nope. No? Nope. Okay. <laughs> well I tried. I tried, everybody. It, and to make sure it doesn't get leaked, I'm writing it down physically. It, You'll have to pull okay. the documents off of my cold, dead corpse. Oh my gosh. <laughs> well, at least we know it's secure. Yes. Until you release it, like, next month or something. It's going to take a little bit, because uh, that's, that's one of the issues I see with making uh, certain guards is if we rush it out too fast, you don't really consider balancing with it. It's like, oh yeah, I just made it really strong. Okay. Uh. That's true, but a part of game design in a trading card game is playtesting. I'm a toot my own horn. I, I, I can kind of playtest in my head with what we have. Fair. <laughs> we, we will def you do have good solid grasps on the trading card game and its rules so i think i i'm i am excited and i look forward to seeing what you put together i look forward to seeing how other older navvies are going to use these cards if they even can they, effectively you know you can do anything you want if you put your mind to it sounds like a quote straight out of the reading rainbow just take a look bro in a book it's reading rainbow I can go anywhere. <laughs> like having to shake oh. myself to hit that note. You nailed it. Uh, my vocal flaps aren't meant for that high. <laughs> oh, uh, but, but yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. I was gonna say, um, I, I really do have to give the cipher credit here. Um, for for what they had to work with, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um. They did a pretty pretty bang up job, and I, I can't really speak for other people in the community. 
when I say this, but I think that we've we've had definitely a really fun time playing the trading the Mega Man Into Warrior TCG. Yes. And like I said, you know, if you want to give it a shot, pick up Tabletop Simulator. You probably already have it from either like a Humble Bundle on Steam sales. I've seen it. Mm-hmm. I've seen it as low as like three or four bucks on a Steam sale. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, so if if you're interested in the Into Warrior trading card game. Join up on the M1GP Discord. Just hit us up. Let us know. We'll be more than happy to sit down and teach you how to play and and the ins and outs of the cards. Um, our custom cards up to this point are loaded up in the tabletop simulator. You can also find Jumi's version of it. I believe he still has it set to friends only, so you'll have yeah. to let him know um, and add him as a friend on Steam in order to get it. Or you can one of us, because you can just save the table on your own. Ah, that's right. So we could probably give you a copy of the table that has it on it anyway. Yeah. It's got all our custom cards. It's got all the game controls and things like that, like powering up, drawing. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It's all ready to rock. You just got to download it, fire it up, and then Save two tables. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, one for deck building and one for for actually playing. Yes. Um, So, yeah, like I said, you know, discord.m1gp.net will get you the invite to the M1GP Discord um, and then you can hit up the Mega Man TCG channel, um, in addition to net battling, if that's your forte, or... Forte? <laughs> like the net navy? Like the net navy? Oh my god. You know, you know what else? <laughs> this is completely sort of related, but off topic at the same time. Talking about, like, expanding this older game with our own stuff. You know what I kind of wish the community would also put the effort in for to expand upon with new stuff? Battleship Challenge. See... Imagine if you had Battleship Challenge, but with newer navvies and some newer chips as well. If I can get my corn shot in Battleship Challenge, Mm -hmm. I'm sold. Or I feel like in order to do that, we would have to effectively like remake BCC. Oh yeah, no, no, you can't add it on. You would, you would have to unironically remake the entire game. But yeah. man, would it be cool! Man, would it be cool! I mean, what? I get five normal navvies, but I can't get Airman. Well, this game sucks. <laughs> no, you can. I'm just kidding. You can get Airman. You can, yeah. Man. You get Quick Man too. I still maintain to this day. And I hope someday we do a, an episode just on BCC. We, we probably won't. did! Another one. <laughs> Another one? Another one. It's the best Battle Network game. It is. It's not a Battle Network game, though. It's... Uh, it has Battle Network characters in it and Battle Chips. What's it is the a name game. of the game? Mega Man Battle Chip Chance. Oh. Uh-huh. I see what you did there. And it's not made by the Battle Network team. No, it was made by Inti Creates. Yes, which is fine. Um, it, it it is, but it's still I would. Mega Man Network Transmission is also well. That's not a Battle Network game. No, it's not. Oh, look at oh him. my he, god, he's having trouble. People. What have you done? I've like shattered his world. No, I, my mind is blown. I say that it's still one of the best sort of games for what it is because it's it's unique. It is a definitely very unique game. Uh, we're about to start talking about Battleship Challenge. I can't get into this right now. Um, yeah, we're going to have to put that in our pocket for another time, but God. I would love to see a continuation of BCC in some form. Um, 
I, I don't know. I say that the community has the power because I recently played Prof's, uh, <laughs> I know it's like a few years old now, I played his Killer Man Ghostbuster game. Really? It's quite enjoyable. Hmm. Um, and it, it shows that we have the technical know-how. I think it is a motivational problem. There is no profit in it. It is all just for fame. Well, I mean, the, the same can be said for just about the entire N1GP community. Oh, yes. We don't do it for 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 money or anything like that. We well, do it quite literally for the love of the game. I mean, I kind of do it for both, but, you know. It's, I'm a bit of a scumbag, I'm, so that's okay. Well, your your scumminess helped us raise almost five hundred dollars for charity last year for a net battle tournament. Don't worry so about that. yeah, hey, uh, so we're gonna hey, we're gonna call we're poor. put down the W column. <laughs> the W AMX. You know what it's time for? What's that? I think it's time. Let's let's boot it up for for posterity's sake. Battleship challenge. You know what? It it might be. <laughs> what? I think it's time we played a little Battleship Challenge live. No. <laughs> I will send you my folder code so you can beat my tail in real, in real time. I started a fresh game, so I don't even have a good folder. Oh, I might win. I'm playing as Proto Man this time. Really? Mm -hmm. um, I started off as Base Mega Man, and I shifted to, I believe, Hub Style. Ooh, spicy. It's risky. It doesn't work. I'm still kind of tweaking it. It doesn't work. It doesn't work. It's at all. Base Mega Man. We can't do this. We're gonna talk about it for another hour. But I, we are. I will say, Hub Mega Man has his. I know his Buster's stronger, but he has less HP, right? He's like 250 HP. It's, it's 250 HP. Yeah. He has a disgustingly high amount of megabyte value, right. which is one of the reasons to use him. He has like 310 megabytes to Ooh. use. Yeah. I so not only do you get a ridiculously crazy buster to use at the end of the round, you also get a crazy amount of like chip megabytes to work with. Yes. And if you have Remobits and other defensive options, it's really about it. We're getting into BCC. Yeah. I think we should probably end up probably. wrap the show up. I'll say this. We could take a note from BCC and other Battle Network games for the NT Warrior trading card game. You know what this game really needs? A program deck? Fields. Oh, yes. Could you imagine? You remember how aluminum panels worked in BCC? They power yes. your electric chips. Yeah. Uh-oh. What's okay. up? Okay. Man, an elect man. But then, that would make a whole weird sort of dealio. That's, that's a very kind of... I hate... It doesn't sound advanced, but for what the NT Warrior Train Card Game is, it is a super advanced topic to be like, well, just add fields. Ooh. See, that kind of... What does that mean? Yeah. That changes around like, a lot in this game, actually. It's not just like Yu-Gi-Oh. <laughs> does. And I think that we could... There's something here. We definitely need to talk about it. Yeah, I was thinking about it in the expansion, but I'm not sure how to implement it without it just being a little too much for your side. Yeah. And then I think that what other point does it serve, especially if you don't draw it, it gets put in your power-up gauge... Or how does it? How do you get rid of it? Or does it have a turn limit? Or you know? Well, I mean, there's um, th there's no time limit on this, right? We don't have to shove it in this upcoming set. 
No. We can put it off to another one. And of course, you know, this isn't ex making sets and cards is not exclusive to us. It's not like a special no, club. Not at all. Anyone can put sets in the tabletop simulator. By Just reach out to us on the MMGP Discord. Just be we'll ready to be uh, scrutinized heavily because these are picked apart with a fine tooth comb. Despite well, some people not listening. I, th <laughs> I think that's a little strongly worded. I think that we discuss it in order to make it better for the community, I right? Because, like, if I come here and I'm like, I made this super broken thing, it lets me do 50 damage in one turn. We're going to be like, mm, okay, but how can we make it better? Or, <laughs> how, you know, we we talk about things like counterplay. Like, we... we the community is open and amicable to bouncing ideas off of one another, and I think that that's a good environment to design new stuff for a game like this, yes. especially one that has such a niche community, you know? Oh, yeah, no, definitely. Yeah. Oh, that's right, we banned Proto Man, Control Fury, your apologies. Thank God. Mega Man, Net City Defender, all the level up cards. And, uh, yeah, and the Mr. Famous card. Yep. Uh, okay, okay. So, I'm going to put this out there. I don't think we should ban the cards associated with the level up. Just the level up so you can't use the mechanic. Fair. Because then I can still play the cards in the Electman deck and have a seven destiny. See, I think that's why... <laughs> I think it's why we banned it. Is because of its high destiny. There's nothing oh. to stop you from either dead drawing it or just like... like it has a use. Can, <laughs> a, it has a use case in a deck. Yeah, there you go. So okay. what's the problem? Just, well, just, uh, you know. I mean, you know, no. we could just take this to the TCG channel and chat about. It yeah, we should. I think we should unban him, and then we can build stupid Electman decks, and he can control the meta by being a, a poophead. That's all right. We'll see. I'll I'll raise you your Ice Man and see you my glide. So we'll go. See you. Get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> so, mm. Adele. Yes. Where can people find you? Twitter. Under Trainer Adele. That's it. Also in this YouTube channel where you're probably watching it. Yep. I don't stream anymore, really. I don't have time or the effort. I'm just busy designing cards and custom GBA cover labels for Mega Man Battle Network games. Uh... <laughs> How about there you, Mix? Where, where can people find you? Um, I'm kind of everywhere. I'm on Mixer at mm. Mixer.com slash MegamasterX. I'm also on Twitter, of course, at MegamasterX. See, this is where you kind of cut it short and you're like, if you want to find me, type in the site of your choice and MegamasterX. Mm. <laughs> I'm, not... I'm, I'm predominantly active on mixer twitter and of course discord there you go that's and, better <laughs> and you can you can join up again the uh m1gp discord discord.n1gp.net yes um the n1 grand prix is going to be starting up here in the next few weeks registration is going to be opening up what? in the next week what? so definitely keep an eye out on the m1gp discord um there's going to be some exciting announcements this season including a partnership with Matcharino. the last tournament of the year will have a cash prize pool so um there's also potentially some interesting things i'm hearing rumors of things like shower curtains uh, um some, some interesting <laughs> 
Yes, so uh, I have a lot of surprises in store for the community for this season. Okay. I hope you will join up and uh, all that good stuff. So if you want to learn how to net battle, we have tons of resources. If you want to play the trading card game, we also have tons of resources. So join us and let's let's, uh, let's play some games. Oh yeah, uh, shout out to the Poner. Sorry I ditched you in the city. I didn't know you were coming in. Oh. He's in New York right now and we kind of mm. left him. Ooh, oh. Like... Tofu doesn't know who he is, and I'm just like, it's too cold. <laughs> That's unfortunate. It's too cold. But we, we kind of gave him a heads up of what he could do. So hmm. I, I hope you still have your wallet. And I hope you're safe. By the time he hears this, if he hears this, he will probably be long gone. You should come back and let us know ahead of time. We'll set something up. Yeah. I'm start thinking about the next meetup. Yeah, probably. <laughs> uh, I think I'm gonna have it in North Carolina. No, season. go away. <laughs> no, most of us live in New York. I know. We're no. I've flown up there for two years. See, now you're gonna like force us to all get into one smelly van. Just get in a bus. Just get in a Greyhound. Dude, Greyhounds Rent are expensive. Out. No, they're not. Ugh. We'll, we'll talk about it. Maybe not in North Carolina or Ohio, but... I would not hold anything in Ohio. Why not? What's wrong? It's it's right next to a... Cold. It's cold here. It's cold everywhere right now. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah, if you want to find a Mega Master X, hit up his big things. He's on YouTube at Mega Master X. He's got some really good tutorial videos. I am taking those down. Don't! No! I will save them right now. Those I'm, videos are I'm how I him. found the N1. Don't you do it. <sighs> I loved your PET series. There's so much incorrect information. I want to revisit it at some point. Revisit but... it, but leave these up. They are a beautiful relic. <sighs> of a time where my beard was out of control. Yes. Oh, God. Yes. Not to mention, the, the NT Warrior trading card game videos are not only really wrong in every capacity. <laughs> um, at that point, I really didn't understand the game because I had no one else to play with. So it was just my own interpretation of skimming through the rules and being like, all right, got it. Just throwing the manual out. Mm. So um, Anyway. Anyway. All right, people, hit us up where you need to. We're on the N1 Discord. We're happy to talk to you. Thank you for listening. Uh... I ain't got nothing else. You got anything else to add? Keep busting those viruses. Transcode. Mega Man. A big thank you to Koki Remix for the music used in this episode. If you'd like to hear more, be sure to check out their YouTube at Koki Remix.